from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. In just a single solitary second, or several, Steve Palatino asked Steve's Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, but this music means this hard-driving country tune means it's time for Cars or NASCAR. Give you a quote from the Pixar classic Cars or an actual human organism NASCAR driver. You have to tell me which one it's from, movie or human. And you win two tickets, pair of grandstand tickets, Saturday, October 21st, 2.30. The doubleheader Saturday part of that weekend, NASCAR weekend at Miami International Homestead Speedway. That is the Truck Series, Xfinity Series, two tickets on the line, cars or NASCAR. And again, get your tickets, homesteadmiamispeedway.com, homesteadmiamispeedway.com. Robert in Deerfield here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Robert, are you familiar with the film Cars? Uh, yeah, I am. Robert? Can you hear me? There we go. Robert, are you familiar with Cars? Yeah, if I get this wrong, my uh, my son is going to be very angry. Uh-oh. Well, father-son relationship on the line here. Here we go, Robert. <laughs> here is the quote. Is this from the movie Cars or from a NASCAR driver? Quote, I don't know what y'all are whining about if you don't like that kind of race and don't even watch. End quote. Let's go movie. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. I'm sorry, Robert. That is from Kyle Bush. An actual living, breathing NASCAR driver. Have a great weekend, and apologies to yes, you and your, uh, your, your son. son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. I know. Well, on that note, now that we've seen a father-son relationship disintegrate in front of our uh, very ears, uh, let's bring on a family man in his own right. He's Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer Steve Paul Zener. Time now for Steve's. Down goes Anderson! Down goes Oh, my. Steve Pollard Senior is a Palm Beach County Sports Dramatic. Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. I don't know about you guys, Theo Stone, but I feel bad. Robert sounded despondent, like something seriously bad was about to happen. Hey, uh, Steve. Uh, when's the last time you've let down your your children? Oh, I'm sure every day. Um, you know, I probably like when I made them go to bed or something like that. <laughs> I, I, they're like, "Come on, Dad!" Or I didn't give them PS PS Five. Um, actually, this, uh, this uh, yesterday, my son, one of my sons, said to me, "You know, I'm playing Madden from last year." I said, "Yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Because you're probably gonna." Like, you're, you're maybe going to get it, a gift for me, you know, for the uh-huh. holidays, for, for Hanukkah. And I was like, yeah, maybe. And they're like, well, the, we'll be in week 13 of the NFL season at that point. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I, okay. I'm telling you, man, kids are so damn impatient. Like, I go through the same <laughs> thing. Like, we're already, my seven-year-old daughter's already trying to, to pin me into the cell phone conversation, and I, nope, I, I am not interested in even thinking about my oldest daughter having a cell phone until maybe the age of 12, maybe, and okay, then we'll revisit exactly. the conversation. Yeah. And, and I, that's great that you're saying that. I would, I, whatever year you think it's going to be, add one more year to yeah. That. Yeah. So then, when they do get it at that age, because see, all they're going to do is work you for you know the year, <laughs> you know for for the earlier. So if yeah. it's twelve for you, say thirteen. 
I mean, it'll probably put them as the last kid to have one, but... But that's you know, fine. Whatever. I, it, they can deal with that. I was one of the last ones to have one, and I had one of those thick, heavy Nextel brick two-way phones. And you know what? That was perfectly fine for me. It didn't even fit in my pocket. Didn't matter. Uh, I was fine with it once I eventually got it. Uh, Steve Polizziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, and so much more. We pick his big brain every week here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, ask Steve. So, uh, Steve, we've been talking about the, uh, the most annoying, the most overwhelming sports complaints. It's really, really annoying to hear the Atlanta Braves complain about everything and uh, the the media, they they exposed us and go full victim. I'm glad they're knocked out of the playoffs. Needless, ridiculous complaining. Theo says, hey, just because a team sucks doesn't mean that the NFL is, uh, is scripted. Broncos fans, you're just bad. That's why you lost last night. It's why things don't go your way. And Stone, for example, is sick of people saying that Kirk Cousins stinks. What is a, a sports complaint that just drives you crazy? that you keep here oh, I, I, I think i hope this is applicable patrick cantlay who hasn't actually confirmed it but the not but the complaining about not getting paid uh-huh to play in the rider cup, cup yep when you make the money you make and you're getting the opportunity to represent america and we know how much golfers love the rare chance to play as a team because it's such a painful individual sport we're supposed to feel bad for you are you kidding me? There's no way I could ever root for Patrick Cantlay. Um, you know, and, and I thought it was amazing the way Europe uh, just talked. I was just talking to a friend earlier who was at the Ryder Cup in Italy and, and you know, American and was like, I got to tell you, it was comical the way they kept doing the, the hat chance uh-huh. around Cantlay. You always knew where he was on the course because they were riding him the whole time and he deserved it. He made us look bad. Yeah, and and then Xander Shoffley's dad is talking about how, yeah, he almost uh, got kicked off the team because, hey, he's looking for some compensation. Like, it's imb- if my dad is speaking to the media about how I was complaining about being paid or I wanted to be paid to play in the Ryder Cup, that's even worse than Cantlay. Uh, dad, take yeah, a back. Who, who made him play? Who made him play, by the way? Right, right, did he, exactly. Did he, did he, did he force there? Yeah, stay home. Stay home. Uh, and that way, uh, uh, Keegan Bradley. Could uh, could go and and uh, I mean he couldn't play Dustin much Johnson worse. Johnson could have gone. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, I I wanted to ask you about what it's like to see the. Uh, I know you brought your uh, sons down to uh, the Dolphins and Giants last Sunday. What's it like to see uh, the Dolphins run in front of you in person? Oh my God! I, I have to tell you, um, overall, outside of the Giants, I don't even think the Dolphins started out wanting to play well, and then they're like, <laughs> Oh my God, the Giants are terrible. Okay, we'll uh, we'll do this. And somehow there were lulls in the game where it almost looked like you know the Giants were still hanging around. Uh-huh. But um, I have to say it was an overall really good experience. Like there's so many Dolphins fans, the energy they're bringing now, largely because of the product. You know, like they're getting yeah. this incredible you know product on the field. But it was like greatest show on turf esque. You know, you have Jalen Waddle and these wheel routes, and obviously. Tyreek, and then a chain. I mean, I know he's hurt now, but I mean, so much excitement with when you never know where the ball's going is really, really fun, actually, environment. If you're a Dolphins fan, you should be jumping all over this because, you know, you don't know that you get these, you don't get this often, and you don't know how long you're going to have it. Um, is, you know, to, to the point of, you know, a chain hurt now. Uh, but it seems like it's kind of next man up. Okay, we'll give yep. it to Tyreek. All right, we got. You know, Mostert, whoever. 
And uh, Jeff Wilson's coming off IR, it looks like, yep. here relatively yep. soon. And you have a the equivalent of a, uh, a group of five college team coming to Hard Rock Stadium this weekend uh, in the Panthers to play the Dolphins, so everything should uh, should be fine. Uh, Steve Pollard-Siener, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, family man, business maven, and all-around smart guy uh, here on ESPN 106.3. I actually, Theo, I want to pose this to Steve. In, in lieu of a, a fan question this week, because all the questions we got from the fans were just downright terrible, um, Theo was uh, in Miami last week, Steve, uh, treating his fiance Ashley to an extended 30th birthday celebration, and they went to dinner, okay? And so uh, it, it, at this place... Wait, wait, was, when's the wedding, by the way? When's the wedding? Uh, like February, mid-February, okay, February man, 9th. Because, man, you're spending a lot. You got the 30th birthday, I then know. you can have the holidays... It's, uh, it's, it's like wedding. how a country prepares Ooh. for the Olympics, like that long lead-up. That's what this wedding feels yeah. like. <laughs> I'm already. You, you should have had to like, hey, hey, hun, why don't we just kind of condense a couple of these things? You know, kind of merge some of these holidays in events because you know we got got a lot of expenses around the corner. But sounds like too late for that. Yeah, speaking Miami of, weekend. well, Theo, tell them what you're doing this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow morning I fly to Chicago for the bridal shower. Um, so, which I'm flying right back here for yeah. Sunday you, morning. I'm you heard that correctly. Hours. Theo is flying to Chicago for the bridal shower. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm dumbfounded I, by what I'm hearing. Hey, uh, hey, I didn't. This is this was something that was put on my plate. It wasn't something I volunteered for. Apparently, the new trend is that the guy shows up at the end. So, uh, no, that's not the, That's the forever trend. The guy shows up. The guy always really? shows up at the end. Well, but how about like, when it's across yeah. the country? Does the guy show oh, up at I the end? Know, it's across yeah, the country. Yeah, no, let, let me explain. The guy shows up at the end because the guy's supposed to, and you have to, and it's chivalrous and it's appropriate. I showed up at the end of mine. Oh, I couldn't have been I less interested in doing it. <laughs> you had the out. You didn't. Have, it's across yeah, the country. It's in Chicago. You had the right. out. Yeah, right. I, except for yeah. I didn't have the out because it was like, yeah, you have to show up at the end. So go ahead and book your ticket. We got you a hotel, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Why didn't so. you just say no? no. Virtually, you oh, literally should stone. have been like, I am not coming, and then arranged to be on virtually at the end. We got like, a great question. Cost you nothing. <laughs> we got a great question nothing, from Stone here. You- Why did not say no? Yeah, Stone, Stone with the question of the day. Why don't you just say no to your fiance <laughs> and her entire family? Yeah. Why don't you just say no? Good stuff, Stone. <laughs> Thanks. You gotta answer it now. It's right. not. It's unanswerable. I can't say no to yeah. her mother asking me to come out to right. Chicago and and, and and pull up. Oh and, boy! Yeah. All right, well, wait. Well, I mean, I don't know if we're getting too close to home here, but but who's paying for this flight? I had to play. I had to pay for the flight, but they got the hotel. <laughs> and the flight wasn't cheap. It was like you know, it was it was hefty. It was hefty. I think I would have said I would have said future mother-in-law. I would love to be there. Um, we have a lot of expenses. Um, why don't we maybe do something fun virtually? Um, unless, unless you're, you know, unless you, you know, here's the, unless here's, here's the flight I want to take and you can book it for me. You're right. She's the nicest woman ever though. And this is the first time she's actually requested me to do something. So I kind of, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. she's not, obligated. they weren't mean about it. They were like, Hey, we'd love you to come. And I got you a hotel. Just get your flight. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll be there. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, making good early on because just like how you said you disappoint your your kids on a daily basis, I'm sure I'll be severally uh several times I'll be disappointing as well. Uh, just want to make yeah. sure, uh, real quick as well, uh, that we get this. Uh, and and by the way, Steve, we're gonna I'm gonna hand this off to uh, Theo and to uh, Stone because I have to get on a bus and make a four hour drive to Tampa. So I'm gonna let them take the rest of it in a very very smooth transition out of here. Oh, all right. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. Good, good luck. Go FAU. Thanks. Thanks. Theo, Theo pose him the question. Pose, the, pose him the question. Okay, I got you. Peace uh, out, Ken. All right, later, guys.
Um, go Owls, by the way. Uh, so, Steve, I was in Miami this past week for the 30th birthday party, and, and something happened while we were in one of these fine dining restaurants um, that, again, is I'm still still uh, paying. I put it on layaway, by the way, that bill. Um, we witnessed one couple enter the restaurant. They looked like a very happy couple. Everything was good. Smiles. They go and sit down at this half booth, half table, and I noticed that the guy went straight for the booth seat, and the, and the young lady went for the table for the chair. And I just, my first reaction, we had a whole conversation at the table about it is like, is that a weak move for a dude? Is there any situation in which you're with your wife and you're out and you go to dinner? It's a nice date night and you take the booth and you leave her with the chair. Well, you, do you more mean that I think what you're saying more is that he sat first. He did. Because, like, I don't think, like, the booth is so much better necessarily than the chair. Some people may like a, a harder seat. Some people might like the particular angle. I think that's what, what to me, that's the, the thing that was, uh, that was rude, was, was not gentlemanly, was sit, just picking your seat before, before she took her seat. But I don't, I don't unilaterally feel a booth is better than a chair. In fact, the most important thing to me is angle. I never, I never like my back. I never really like my back to where I can't see everything. You know, I have plenty of enemies. You know, I never like my butt, my back where I can't see anything. <laughs> I just don't like that angle. That angle. Right. Uh, so I would always prefer that angle. But the first thing I would do is, of course, yeah, let my significant other pick where they want to sit. You got to go with the significant so maybe, other first. Yeah. 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 And maybe she knows he has a maybe he has a a bad back and he needs a soft seat. I mean, how do you know? How do you know what all the all the possibilities were. And that's what I offered up. I'm like, he could have hemorrhoids. Like, he might need the yes, extra cushion. Yes, yes, Hemorrhoids are always better in a boot. <laughs> that should be the... It's uh, one, the, the of the rules of thumb, one of the rules of thumbs of life. 100%. 100%. All right, so, so Ken didn't have any more of the viewer questions, but I figure while we have you on and you are one of the great minds here, we parlay that into what our next question of the uh, actual show today is going to be. And it, it all pins off of Thursday night football. Watching last night and watching what it, what it should have been between Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, which, again, when, when Wilson was traded to the Broncos, this was supposed to be the powerhouse division. This was supposed to be quarterback battles that we were going to be thirsting for. But instead, we got what we had last night, the Chiefs versus a lowly Broncos team. But it brought something up for all of us here on, on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Which athletes decline in ability – which prime athlete that's been a superstar or somebody that's made waves that you loved and enjoyed watching, which one of their decline has been the saddest for you? And I know you're a Giants fan so you and, and also a Yankees fan. I'm sure you have a lot of uh, favorite athletes that you saw kind of fall off a cliff in a quick way. Which athlete to you had a sadder decline maybe even than Russell Wilson has had out there in Denver in the last year and a half? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one, and there are, there are a lot. Um this was so marred with the, with the step because of the steroids. But a Rod at the end, he had the horrible hip. Everyone knew he was just he was trying to get to the seven hundred home runs, and he had like two hundred. You know, and he was forty years old and was hobbling around and did not belong out on the field. Um, I know he had no sympathy from anyone, including me at the time. But it was just like one of those athletes that you're just watching, you know. You know, who's who's a who's a, a shell of their former self? Um, I'm gonna give you another one too. I don't know that he ever really declined. He just almost never had a chance. Tim Tebow, he mm. came out so so hyped, 
and he actually won a playoff game for the Broncos. He was the only Bronco quarterback to, you know, to win a playoff game, I think, since John Elway and before the, you know, then Peyton Manning and, and the Super Bowl. And then they're like, all right, you can now be like a backup tight end. <laughs> you know? Well, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 was in the, he was another one. Um, yeah, and obviously, yeah, there's so many of those guys that just like hung around too long. Uh, Shaq at the end, you know, backup on like the Celtics. Dwight Howard's last five years of his career. Yeah, that's he a was good a one. Dominant player. Dominant player. I hate to see when those guys are super. And you know why? They, they need the money. I understand Dwight has like several kids from several different people. He's still playing in Taiwan, I just heard. Yes. You know, the other day. Uh, but like, remember, Dwight Howard was like the guy. He's a bounce around every year backup. He's on the Wizards one year, the Hawks one year, like just being a backup center. Yeah, yeah. it's sad when you see those guys. Those lost tapes of these greats that you see on the back end. Now, those are more graceful declines. It wasn't like they just fell off the cliff, but you're right. It was tough seeing Fat Shaq and uh, Dwight Howard who who couldn't get along with James Harden and then was getting you know chewed out by Kobe Bryant and whatnot. The, the latter end of his career, definitely uh, less than satisfactory if you're a Dwight Howard fan. But you know it's always satisfactory. And even beyond that, especially coming from a guy like me, it's got to be Duffy Sports Grill, right, Steve? Totally, uh, Theo. You got it. Calling all sports fans. Because when you grab your MVP card and head to Duffy's, there's several benefits, including the 80 TVs, the two-for-one drinks, the award-winning burgers and wings, and all of the rewards you get. Duffy'sMVP.com. Your game is always on. Theo, I do want to pose one thing. I know this was off of, you know, Russell Wilson's, like, like obvious decline. Yes. Um, maybe Sean Payton is also declined. Because didn't they bring Sean Payton in because he's great and he's going to do things that Hackett isn't going to do and he's going to straighten the team out? I know he's an offensive guy. Their defense, while better last night, has been generally putrid. Um, they have weapons. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, like, they have weapons. You know, it's... It, Peyton's a very, very overrated coach to me. Like, he's put on a hierarchy. Very good. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he's very good. But I also think he deserves a little bit. You know, he's getting paid a lot for this thing, too. Now, he's going to buy all the time in the world because he'll ride out Wilson. Then he'll get a new quarterback. But, like, I just think Peyton deserves a little scrutiny, too. Hackett was getting the same scrutiny last year. And they look like they're in the same exact spot. And I have to ask you this, though, on the way out the door. Bill Belichick without Tom Brady or Sean Payton without Drew Brees, who's looked worse? Because we have a larger sample size of Bill Belichick, and a lot of what Sean Payton has had, I mean, in these six weeks has been also, like you said, a lot of the defensive inefficiencies that's not his, uh, not necessarily his part of his genius and makeup. And then also he has a washed-up Russell Wilson. But what do you think, who is disappointed more post-Hall of Fame quarterback? Is it Bill Belichick in these three years with Mac Jones, or is it six weeks of uh, Sean Payton with a miserable Broncos team? I think it's Belichick because I think people will always feel that Brady might not have become Brady without Belichick. So the genius of Belichick, and then the feeling was, okay, he's going to do this again with whomever's next. He's going to rehabilitate Cam Newton. He's going to make Mac Jones. He's going to, you know, whoever, whoever, whoever it is. And to see that it isn't happening, I think it's, yeah, it's more Belichick. Peyton's buying himself some time. He may be... He, he may be the answer in another year or two, but right now I think it's Belichick. Yep, and it may be a case of old dog, new tricks. Maybe he gets himself a young quarterback in there after they, uh, the bottom actually falls out in Denver. Uh, enjoy the weekend, Steve. Glad to have you as always. And, uh, and it's my personal journey 
to make sure we do get your Palm Beach County Hall of Fame banner, your name added to that at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Now, make sure that I'll be on the forefront of that mission. Thank you, buddy. And by the way, I was trying to even get you out of this thing with Chicago. Like, well, maybe, you know, Chicago in the fall could be beautiful. It's 90% chance of rain all weekend. Oh, I know. I saw it. I got to go <laughs> dig up my rain jacket and, and my cold weather gear. I don't, that's the one thing I'm a little trepidatious about is like, now I got to go and, and go get soggy out there. It's the walk. It's a walking city, right? It's not like I'm going to have a rental car out there in Chicago. It's going to be a little miserable, but uh, at least hey, I'll be doing have you sick? Can't have you sick. You're very important on TV, radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better, better, better. Take a lot of, uh, better take a, you know, a lot of vitamin C. The vitamin C boost will do. Appreciate you, Steve. All right, safe travels. Bye. Thanks. That's Steve Politzener, uh, President, Good Karma Brands, Palm Beach County Hall of Famer, and as always, the uh, genius that trots in on Fridays here on Ken Levicka Live to to drop, drop some knowledge on. Uh, me and the fellas. We're going to go to break. Before we do, I, I do want you guys to to tap in on this because this is where we're going to lean now. Which athlete, which athlete in your life has had a sharper or more sad decline than what we're seeing out of Russell Wilson uh, in his Denver Broncos era? Russell Wilson, who threw for under 100 yards in a miserable Thursday night football performance against my Kansas City Chiefs. Elite defense, by the way, so maybe we cut the guy some slack But the fall-off has been grand, and it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. Which athlete do you feel has had a sadder or sharper decline than Russell Wilson with these Denver Broncos? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we'll take your calls after the break. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Nobody takes advantage of a team like the way that the great Patrick Mahomes takes advantage of the Denver Broncos. Nobody. I mean, well, one person. Patrick Mahomes last night increased his career record against the Denver Broncos to 12-0 with that 19-8 victory. And that's tied for, actually, the most wins against one single franchise without a loss to start a career. And in two weeks, he can eclipse that with 13-0. Do you think, what's the odds there? Do you think Mahomes does it? Do you think the Broncos have a bounce-back game? Does Russell Wilson find himself? I mean, considering it might be Patrick Mahomes versus Jared Stidham, <laughs> I, I do think he can continue that record. Also, he didn't take advantage of anything. He had one touchdown last night. Yeah, but he had 300 yards. He's a three-yarder. 300 yards, he, he he moved it up and down the field when he needed to. They Good covered, team win. They covered the spread by half a point. He hit his over. He did hit his over. I guess that's taking advantage yeah. of uh, maybe the sports books more so than the Denver Broncos <laughs> defense, especially not Mr. Justin Simmons. Well, nobody can take advantage of Justin Simmons. Martin County product, that dude there. I mean, run in the run game, in in, in the pass game, he's, he's a beast still. Also a beast, that good old Tullamore do. And if you want to kick it with us tomorrow, join Tullamore Dew and ESPN West Palm this Saturday, October 14th at O'Shea's in West Palm Beach from 5.30 to 7.30 for all of your college football action. Come watch your favorite game while sipping on some Tullamore Dew drink specials like a Dew and Brew or an Irish Tully Ginger. While you're there, you can also register to win some Austin prizes, including a pair of University of Miami football tickets and a branded Tullamore Dew cooler Tullamore Dew, the original triple blend Irish whiskey, must be 21 plus. So, 
in order for the Broncos to stop Patrick Mahomes from eclipsing this record and having this big stain in the against the division rival, uh, they're going to need Russell Wilson and Sean Payton to get their act together. And in order to do that, you would have to hope that Russell Wilson hasn't fallen off the cliff like many of us think he did. It, it brought up the question as we were watching Thursday Night Football, who has had a sadder decline? Which athlete that you're specifically tied to or just somebody you grew up watching did you just so harshly see them fall off of a cliff um, like we saw what happened with Russell Wilson when he went from perennial Super Bowl contender, let Russ cook with the Seattle Seahawks, a guy who we thought Pete Carroll was holding him back. Then he gets traded to the Denver Broncos for a haul. He goes in and he, with, with a new coach in Nate Hackett who was supposed to be a guy that was you know, enabling an offense to raise its ceiling. And Russell Wilson stunk last year. He brings in a new offensive-minded genius, quote-unquote, in Sean Payton, who also benefited from having a Hall of Famer in Drew Brees when he was in New Orleans, but we won't talk about that. Sean Payton brought in to right the ship of the Denver Broncos, and now six weeks in, the Broncos sit at 1-5. and five. Russell Wilson had an under-100-yard passing game against the Kansas City Chiefs, and here we are, a sharp, sharp decline. Who's had a sharp or sad decline that maybe eclipses what we've seen from Russell Wilson. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Vince in Boynton Beach. Vince, uh, first, hey. first and foremost, man, how, did you did you even watch that Thursday night football game? Was it watchable for you? I watched about a quarter. <laughs> what a made quarter. you turn it? At what point did you give up on this game? When did you realize it was over? When my uh, 14-year-old son, who is a football fanatic, said, I'm bored, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I joined him. I went, to, I went to my bed. Welcome to Broncos games. Welcome to the Denver Broncos experience. So who do you think, Vince, yeah. has had a, a sharper decline or a sad decline in sports like we're watching Russell Wilson go through right now? The first name that popped my head was Steve Carlton. Okay. Uh, the best Phillies uh, pitcher ever. He just dropped off a cliff, and the saddest part was he refused to, to accept it. He kept on trying. His stats got worse and worse. It was just a sad, uh, sad end to a really fantastic career. So what era of the Phillies was this? As me as major baseball guy needs to be tapped in more, what era was this for the Phillies? Uh, he was there from about 75 to about 90, 92. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and when he fell yeah. off, it was pretty much over for you. Absolutely. And are you getting these nostalgic feelings watching the Phillies just beat up on a team like the Braves? Is Steve Carlton's name just coming up kind of more and more as That's you watch him? That's probably what, what did it, yeah. Um, I mean, but he was my childhood hero. He just, we had uh, most of, uh, we had some fantastic teams there, and we knew every four or five games we had a win. And uh, it was great as an eight, ten-year-old kid in Philadelphia. But then just watching him just not stop. You know, his career was over. He was done. But he went on for another three years. Then he went to one or two other teams and got worse and worse. And mm-hmm. it just never – and they basically no one would sign him. He kept trying and no one would sign him because he was done. That's a great – And it was a – yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, it's a great call. Appreciate the call, Vince. That's, a, that's one of those positions, too, in baseball with pitching where like in football with quarterbacking and baseball with pitching and maybe even in football at like a left tackle, one of those pivotal positions – cornerback's another one where it's just easy to see when the decline happens. Like, it's hard to cover that up. When you're out there on the mound and it's you versus him, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's visible to the, to the plain eye. Yeah, especially super fans, right? I mean, it, it's not hard to tell. And with analytics, 
as, as more prevalent now than they were in the past, you can tell, hey, his fastball's got like five, six miles per hour hanging off of that thing. You know, he doesn't have the same breaker that he used to. Like, it's so, so easy for people paying attention with, yeah, positions in the spotlight. Ken Levicka leaves the show for like 10 minutes and we get a Steve Carlton Phillies he, picture. He's going to love that. Late 70s uh, reference that uh, me and Stone Labanowitz are, are left with here to, uh, to to react to, which which you did a great job, Stone. <laughs> well, I mean, but see, so here's the thing with the topic, because you can bring up childhood heroes. And, and I think for my example, what I'm going to bring up, it's not a childhood hero, but like it really hits home for these people. So it makes sense. No, no matter the era, no matter what's going on, like if your childhood hero is one of the players that you've watched decline as you've gotten older, regardless of who it is, if we know the guy or not, like it hits, like it all hits the same. We understand it. And yeah. when you say the world childhood hero, like we ima- uh, immediately go back to a certain spot of our sports fandom when we were under the age of what, like 12? Yeah. And, and it hurts just the same. That's when the feelings and the emotions are, are the strongest, if you if you think about it, because you're so tied to these guys. They, they are your actual heroes. You see no fault with them. And then you, then you watch Shaq with the Phoenix Suns. Who's 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 toting out there with the with the beer belly, kind of getting lost on, on switches and and not rotating like he used to, not going up and slamming it on people anymore. And you start to realize, oh man, you start to lose that sports innocence when you see your favorite athlete fall off the cliff. Not not too sure how many people have Russell Wilson, uh, quarterback of the Denver Broncos, and even though he had a very uh very successful tenure in Seattle, not too sure we have so many people who have Russell Wilson as their childhood hero. And if they do. Whew. Praying for you, praying for you on this Friday afternoon here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Who is the athlete that you think of most when you think of, oh my gosh, he fell off the cliff so bad? This is sad. I actually have tears rolling down my eyes watching this guy because I remember the glory days and it just ain't what it used to be. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We got Joe in Jupiter. He's a Dallas sports fan, so I'm sure he has plenty to pull from here. Where are you? Who, who's the athlete, though, Joe? To you, when you think about all of the wondrous ones that fell off a cliff, ooh, so heavily out there in in, uh, in Dallas. Who's the guy to you that sticks out the most? Well, I'll give you two. Thanks for taking my call. And then I do have a friendly beef with you after that. Before I'll try to be quick so we can get to that at the end. But uh, I do have to go back in the day with Troy Aikman. First of all, he was so fantastic, and then just couldn't do it anymore. And then he thought about considering going to play for Miami or Arizona or something, and he just called it quits. And then more recently, Zeke Elliott. I mean, he mm. it was so fantastic in 2016. I mean, no, but in 2017, he was a lightning rod. And then, I mean, and look at him now, he can't even hardly run. So those are my two Cowboys that's out, that come to mind from a great topic that you just brought up. On this late Friday afternoon. I love that. And also, I want to say with Troy Aikman, quarterbacks in that era, I feel like, used to fall off quicker, more steadily than they do these days because of how much more protected they are. So I'll give Troy Aikman in that era an excuse. And then, yes, you're right. We got to get to our friendly wager, uh, my Houston Astros against your Texas Rangers (laughs) in uh, in, for, for a spot in the World Series here, for a spot in the Fall Classic. Series starts Sunday. Um, what, what, what do you think? What were you cooking up in your mind? Cause I think I got something as well. I mean, did you, did I read it correctly? You were projecting a, a sweep. Have you seen the Texas Rangers lineup? There's no way they're going to sweep us. I'm not saying that we're not going to lose to the Astros okay. in seven games, but, but there's definitely not going to be a sweep. So I, I mean, we are as hot as any team is. And have you seen our bats? 
and and we got Max Scherzer coming back. Did you know that? Ten, I heard this morning he's actually probable to come back. So this, go ahead. This is what we'll do. Um, I'm with you. I don't want to take our Texas beef uh, over the airways here on Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast because I know nobody else cares. I'll hit you on Twitter. We'll get something You're going. Right. We'll get something <laughs> going. We'll have a friendly wager there, and, and good luck because uh, the last fans that, that chanted, we want Astros, we want Houston, uh, it was ultimately their demise. Appreciate the call, Jupiter Joe. Um, and, and I knew it was coming, Stone. I knew it was going to come at some point today. So Yeah, we got to get something nice to wager. Like, it's got to be a, a decent price point here or something where either of yourselves can humiliate each other. Yeah. I, I'm about it. We'll, we'll get it squared away. We'll, we will get something fun um, here, whether it be something we got to do on social media or even something, maybe buy a jersey or something. Who, who knows? 888-760-3776. Who is the athlete who has fallen off the cliff that makes you the most sad? When you watch this 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 man or woman uh, take the athletic field and and just fall short of what you're expecting, I mean, there's so many people you think of. I mean, I don't want to go Wizards Michael Jordan, um, but for me, it, it, a lot of it has to do with Cam Newton, a guy for the Carolina Panthers back when I was a huge Panthers fan. After he uh, injured his AC joint in his throwing arm and then kept reaggravating it through his career, he was never the same. He was inaccurate with his throws. He was a little more trepidatious with his runs, and he kept getting injured. Those injuries kept piling up as the age went on, and it was sad to see a guy who was literally Superman, Super Cam, just become a shell of himself. I love that. Yeah, Cam was my submission when when we had Vince from Boynton earlier talking about childhood heroes. That was Cam Newton for me. Um, I had every single one of his jerseys, whether it was the black one, you know, the Thursday night, whatever it was, I was a Cam guy through and through. And watching the decline has been so hard to defend that it's sick. You kind of got to hide in a bunker and just not even bring it up. And anytime his name comes up, you just kind of got to walk and, and hide so nobody points the finger at you. It was a miserable time, especially because I spent so much time defending him and it just happened so quickly. Uh, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to the phone lines now. Let's go to Matt in West Palm Beach. Matt, I, I hear you agree with a, a previous caller about an athlete's sharp decline. Well, I think I think it was uh, Vince that mentioned the Phillies. Uh, in uh, you know, I was born in 1970. They won the World Series in 1980 mm-hmm. with Steve Carlton being at the peak of his career. Yeah, that's that's he right. Won 32 games that year. Um, but that team, that's Bob Boone, Mike Schmidt. Pete Rose, uh, you know, it, there, there was a lot there. But uh, anyway, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with him. I thought Carlton managed the end of his career well. So but, he, he uh, did. So it wasn't as sharp of a decline as, as what Vince was saying. You're saying it was a graceful uh, aging that, that Steve Carlton I, it had. Was, no, it was, it was like, you know, I think it happens with athletes where it's like you can, you can, you can, and then – uh, a switch goes off where you see you're not doing it anywhere. Uh, you know, there's exceptions to the rule. I mean, we've watched uh, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> no hitters. Uh, the, you know, Nolan Ryan's last pitch was 90 miles an hour in Seattle. Uh, you, you, you know, it's a, it, it's a rarity. But uh, like I said, I the reason I called was, uh, you know, the Phillies. Yeah, I was 10 years old. I'm from, I grew up there. Uh, in the Commonwealth of PA, and uh, I, I remember listening to that on AM radio in my bed after mm-hmm. my bedtime, yeah. listening to those things. And of course, they wore the powder blues uh, 
back then. Love those jerseys. <laughs> Regularly. Matt, if, yeah. if, if, Matt, if you could do us a favor and try to compare Steve Carlton's decline to an athlete from, from our generation <laughs> up here, for ones who were born. Like, seriously, help us out. Was it more related to like a, like a Dwayne Wade, mm. where he wasn't quite bad when it was all said and done, but of course those heat yeah, he, homers. He, he accepted it well, but Steve Carlton was a strange bird, man. He wasn't, he wasn't here. You know, uh, you know, uh, Scherzer that didn't talk much is is basically about what I see him as. Uh, you, you know, but you know, he's got his detractors, no doubt. Well, that's a great call, Matt. I, I appreciate you coming to bat for Steve Carlton. I didn't think that uh, it would be a a a, a lightning rod Steve Carlton type day, but hey. You wake up, you do a show like LaVica, Theo, and Stone, you never know what's coming your way, man, especially a little, a little good Phillies talk. Hopefully Ken's not listening when I say this, but I, I, I do enjoy how I'm sitting here with five callers on hold and the phone lines are blowing up as soon as Ken dips <laughs> off the show and we propose the same question. If people want to get involved, this is awesome. Uh, last one before we go to a break, we got Kenny from West Palm Beach. Good afternoon, y'all. How y'all doing? Pretty good. How about yourself, doing Kenny? All right. So far, so good. I'm on my way to work, and y'all hit me with a hard one, and one person comes to mind. I mean, this man was a demigod in his prime, and I loved him even more when Kevin Durant left. It was Russell Westbrook. Mm. Oh, my God. That's, so So here's the question, though. Oh, my God. Did we not see this coming because of all the athletic, powerful, torque-filled guards before him? No. Did you not expect Russell Westbrook oh, yeah. to have this sharp decline? Uh, I did not expect it. No, it, it happened so rapidly. I mean, this man was literally the triple-double triple, triple double king, and then out of nowhere, I just, it, I don't know. I think it's probably the abundance of, yeah, talented point guards coming out and everybody having a different play style. And I honestly think the three-point um, obsession mm. really killed it for him, too, because he, to, he tried to switch his game up, and it just wasn't working. And, man, he was just a dog, and now he's a chihuahua, man. He was like a pit bull to me. Oh, God. Like, it's like Scrappy-Doo now, which, which I still love and appreciate the call. That's a good call, Russell Westbrook. It's a great one. Um, the, the one thing I'll say about Westbrook is, to me, I kind of felt that one coming because guards of his yoke, I mean, and, and, I, and I'll name another one that might be around the corner here in John Morant. Guards of his yoke who, who feast off of being quicker, faster, stronger. Yeah, more so finesse players. It's harder for them to age as gracefully as it is with guys who do have a jump shot to rely on, do have a more cerebral game. So Russell Westbrook was a dog. He was fierce. But I would say that one was um, was heavily anticipated. I didn't think it would happen as quickly. Maybe he's right about that. I thought maybe a couple more years. But you knew it had to come. You knew it had to come. Uh, we'll keep taking your calls when we come back here on the Vicar Theo and Stone. Which athlete had a decline that had you most sad? The sharpest decline of Biggest fall off the cliff, and it's coming on the heels of Russell Wilson laying another dud. And I don't know why they keep putting this dude on primetime last night on Thursday Night Football against the Kansas City Chiefs. Which athlete had the sharpest decline that made you the most worrisome or sad as a sports fan? We'll take your calls when we come back here on the Vic of Theo and Stone. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And hey, if you are a Russell Wilson fan, I'll say this. I'm sorry. We're live here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Never a dull day in Palm Beach County and on the Treasure Coast. Never a dull day for sports, especially when you have the many good events that we have coming to town. One thing about it, Stone... 
we we don't lack for for big time events, whether it be football games at Hard Rock Stadium or major golf tournaments coming to town. The Timber Tech Championship is returning to the old course at the Broken Sound Club November 3rd through the 5th. Come and see the top 54 players of the PGA Tour champions making their way to Boca Raton for the second event of the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs. TimberTech is striving to make this year's championship a zero-waste event. So they'll be collecting plastic bags at the entrance. If you bring a plastic bag, and you'll be entered to win some fun TimberTech prizes because of it. There's a new layout at the course this year, especially between holes number 1 and 18 with the TimberTech Backyard. It'll feature upgraded food and beverages along with screens OT to watch all the action around the course. Get your tickets today at TimberTechChampionship.com. I just realized OT was supposed to be two, but it was a typo. Stone Lebanowitz, NFL Week 6. Week 6 ahead of us here. And I think we're going to do some picks, huh? Yeah, we're going to do some picks. I'm going to put you up against the wall. Well, okay, pause. Um, I'm going Whoa. to uh, make you Relax. pick the games against the spread. So Danny Parkins on Twitter from 670. The score went perfect last week. Yeah. We only have about a minute or two. I'm going to just rapid fire. I've given you no heads up. You're picking every single one of the NFL games against the spread. That's right. In hopes, obviously, that you go you know, perfect. But I think in the back of my head, I do want you to flop here. <laughs> but give it your best shot. Be serious. Let's go. We're rattling through this thing. All right. Ravens, Titans, Ravens minus four and a half. Give me the Ravens. Commanders, Falcons, Falcons, two and a half. Falcons. Vikings, Bears, Vikings favored by a field goal. Bears. Bears, he goes. Not Bears. Seahawks, Bengals, Bengals favored by a uh, field goal. Seahawks. 49ers, Browns, 49ers, nine and a half. Browns. The Browns? Yeah, cover. With P.J. Walker. The cover. Oh, my God. The defense is good. Panthers and the fans. Uh... Dolphins, the Dolphins by a couple touchdowns. Dolphins cover. They're covering that easy. Yeah. Colts, Jags. Jags minus four. Colts cover. Colts cover Gardner Minshew. Saints, Texans. Saints minus one and a half. Texans. Pats, Raiders. Raiders minus a field goal. Ooh. Ah, goodness. This is a terrible game. Uh, give me the Pats. Give me the Pats. Uh, let's go. Cardinals, Rams. Rams laying a touchdown. Cardinals. Cardinals cover. <laughs> Eagles, Jets. Eagles laying six and a half. Jets cover. Lions, Bucks, Lions laying a field goal. Lions. Giants, Bills, Bills laying 14 and a half. Oh, Bills. Bills minus 14 and a Actually, half. I'll switch that to Giants. The Ooh, Giants rocking with Tyrod Taylor. All right. In this Monday night matchup, Cowboys, Chargers, Cowboys minus two and a half. Chargers cover. Chargers cover. They bludgeon the Cowboys. All right. About 15 seconds left. Got your picks. That's Theo Dorsey's picks against the spread. I am hoping that he goes defeated, <laughs> but uh, hopefully he does well. I'm at least winning 10 of those. Uh, that's Stone Labanowitz. Ken is off with FAU football. I'm Theo Dorsey. LaVica, Theo, and Stone week one, baby. Peace out.